0: To discover your destiny in life, you know the Word and the Spirit of God. The Word of God gives you the depths, and the Spirit of God gives you the breadth. Welcome with me, Senior Pastor, Destiny Life Christian Center, Reverend Festus Ubu, as he brings to you the creative Word of God you need for life and destiny.
1: John chapter 6 verse 48. John 6, 48 said, I'm the bread of life. You know, this month is our month of the living word. And so we are interacting deeply with the living word. Contacting the power in the living word. Contacting the presence of the living word. And we know Jesus Christ is the living word. And Jesus Christ, the Bible says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And then the same word became flesh and lived among us. He became the Emmanuel. God with us. And then this same Jesus then died for us and today he is seated at the right hand of God. But he left left everything about him. He left everything about him in his word for us. That through his word, we can contact his manifest presence. Through his word, we can contact the Holy Spirit, the power of God. We can contact just the way he is in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. Uh, so, So what does that mean? It means through the word of God, we can begin to live as he is. Everything that he is. And thank God because the word of God has given us everything inside the written word of God. So we began to look at the integrity of God's word and I laid the foundation on Sunday. And then we, we, we saw that the word of God, the living word of God, has the transformational power, it can move from a different dimensions of the word, uh, the person of the word, to the written word, to the spoken word, and as it transforms or, or reaches us in different forms, the potency of the word of God does not decrease in any form. Just so, when you are encountering the word of God, it is like encountering Jesus' life. So you can imagine Jesus Christ life with you. <laughs> what can happen to you? When Jesus was in the boat with the disciples, they were struggling and struggling, and unfortunately, that's how I mean that's that's the way people struggle in their lives. Now there, there, there were two things that happened before Jesus. Uh, b- b- before the storm started in the boat, Jesus gave them the spoken word. He said, let us go onto the other side. The word has gone out. And then himself, the living word, was also with them. So they, they, they have two-dimensional uh, manifestation of the word of God right there in the boats in their life. The living word was right there. The spoken word has been spoken. They had the spoken word, and yet they never used anything any of these two they were just struggling and then struggling and struggling and struggling in the boat and then when they, they, they knew that they tried everything they tried you know they were fishermen they, they understood the technology the technicalities of how to survive during storm but this storm was was going to swallow them completely oh but the living word was actually right there inside the boat with them and he was sleeping <laughs> glory to God hallelujah and and then they have forgotten about the spoken word that the word that they already have let us go on to the other side i mean that's it that word is enough you know to get them on the other side because god has already spoken to them you know but then they struggled and then and then after all the struggles you know that's how a lot of christians are struggling in their lives currently, you know, they, they, they are prophetic word that has gone ahead of you, you've heard them, the spoken word, God has given you some promises, you heard God very well, you knew God was speaking to you, and then these words are just there, and then you're not waging war with this prophetic word, this prophetic word are like spoken word that you have received, but I want to tell you tonight that, see, you, we also have the written word of God, Is so potent, that even if you have forgotten the spoken word. You can get right into the written word and the written word will begin to do wonders in your life in the name of Jesus. There's so much power in the word of God in any form. So what happened at the boat? The moment they struggled and then they gave up. And <laughs> Jesus was the last resort. And then they went to the Living Word to save them. And how how did Jesus uh, get the Word to change things? Uh, we're gonna have time later during the month, you know, to to speak specifically on the spoken Word because the Word of God. Never get to do anything, so to speak, until it's turned into the spoken word. Into the spoken word. I've not seen one. I've not seen. If you ever see the word of God works, it has been spoken in the past. It has been spoken. Someone has spoken it out. And so what happened? The living word comes out and then spoke. He spoke to the wind and to the storm, as a peace, but still, moving the living word into the spoken word. And then when he spoke, instantly the storm calmed down, and then all the people were amazed. What manner of man is this man? <laughs> oh, glory to God, that even the wind and the sea, they obey him. Oh yeah, it's the word of God that obeyed. God. <laughs> if you have the word of God in your mouth anything, no matter what it is, will obey you. If you will speak under this mountain, be thou removed. It's not everybody that speaks to the mountain, be thou removed. That the mountain answers him, is the one that has the word of God in his mouth. And that's why as Christians, the Word, because it's the Word of God that does the work. It's not you. It's the Word of God. God himself is limited by his Word, so to speak, or is unlimited by his Word. You know, so to speak, either way. So, so, what I'm saying is this God is bound by His Word, his sovereignty is is bound by his word, so it's very important we understand this principle, and so when we're looking at the living word we we, we are looking at the Word of God in different dimensions. But looking basically at the foundation, which is the written word of God. The written word of God is so potent that even if God has not spoken to you, or so to speak, you have forgotten the things that God has spoken to you, you can go back into the word of God and begin to dig those things out. And the beautiful things about this, the beautiful thing about this is that the Holy Spirit will begin to remind you of the prophecies of the word of God that has gone ahead of you. Glory to God. The word works wonders. Can you say that to someone? Can you say it louder? The word works wonders. Hallelujah. So we're looking at the integrity of God's word. And we did say, when we look at the integrity of God's word, we're looking at the efficacy, the effectiveness, the infallibility, the reliability, the unchangingness, the sufficiency, the truthfulness, the authority, the finality, the audacity of God's word. That's what we're looking at. God's word, Ah, another beautiful thing, you know, all of the things that are made on earth, all of the systems in the world, the galaxies, the planets of the earth, you know what? They are held by the word of God, created by the word of God, held by the word of God all of these things are kept in place the sun moving in his orbit the earth moving in his orbit everything you know moving the way it is been programmed to move all of the only thing the only thing the only thing that has um a will to sort of decide okay what do I what do I have to do with the Word of God is the human being <laughs> hallelujah. But you see, every other thing, humanity has got nothing to do with the earth rotating and all of that, the earth keeps rotating. Humanity has got nothing to do with oxygen. The oxygen is being supplied. The only thing humanity can do is to bring in more carbon monoxide, you know, to spoil the oxygen. But the oxygen will keep supplying. So if we don't if we don't obey the principle of nature, for example, that God has made available, that God has put down, that that uh, God has put down for our common sense to catch, and then we human beings begin to misbehave and begin to release so much of a, a carbon monoxide, and then it begins to affect the oxygen. The oxygen that God is releasing to the earth will never diminish. But you can begin to introduce so many wrong things if we don't do things right the way we want to do it. And that's the power of choice. That's, that's the way the, the man, man has gotten the earth to. God created the earth to be wonderful, to be great. But man has brought it down to this to the level it is. I never blame the devil. Never, never blame the devil. Man gave the authority yeah, to the devil. So, and that's why everybody will say when they do bad things or do something bad, they say it's the devil. You're just, you're just putting the blame on the devil. <laughs> and the reason is because you don't understand your authority, even as an ordinary man. As an ordinary man, there's a level of authority you have against the devil, even if you're not born again. Yes, because of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. No, No spiritual being... You have that authority to come and rule in your life until you give them the rights to come. So there's a way we have unconsciously or consciously given the devil the rights, you know, to come into our lives. Especially unbelievers and believers alike, that you are, you are born again does not mean that you 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 you, will, you may not be able to give the devil that authority come into your life. In fact, it makes it worse because you have a higher authority. And I will tell you something: if if by reason of you not understanding the way the world works, the way things works here on earth, and then you unconsciously give the devil, you know, that authority you have. And that's why you see when the devil has authority upon the believer it, it, it deals with the believer more why because he has a higher the believer has given the devil a higher authority unlike an unbeliever who don't really who does not have uh, so much authority You know, but we believe that the Bible says all authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto us. So, so we have authority in heaven and on earth. And then, so, so if we do not understand the way things work here on earth, and then we unconsciously or consciously give the devil that authority, then he uses it against us. And that's why you see a lot of believers are really being punished, and then you're wondering, I, 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 how come, how come a life is, is bad, is worse? Even serving God is because you you're given the devil authority, the authority that he does not deserve to have. Oh yes. As a matter of fact, the devil does not have any authority again. Jesus said, All authority, all, not some, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto him. So, how how is the devil getting his authority? Because Christians are giving back that authority. The same old story. The same old story is the same thing. The same trick the devil has been using from time immemorial is still the trick he's still using today in believer life. And that's why he's having a lot of domain. He's the king over some domain. The, every child of God, you have a domain in your life. That's why you're a king. And as a king, when the devil comes and then deceive you, and then you give him your authority, then you make the devil the king of your domain. And I'll tell you something. Oh, the devil knows how to use authority when he gets it. He knows it. He knows it. He knows it. He knows it. I mean, he's been doing this for ages. I mean, before you were born, he's been doing it before the very first man he's been doing it he's he's got that trick he has not changed his style he's still the same style. And somebody is asking okay i mean how how do i give the devil authority you give the one of the ways to give the devil authority is with your mouth your mouth your mom, maybe one of these days I can look at that and then look at how you actually give the devil authority in your life. But, but one, one of the ways is that what you say, what you say, your belief system, what you believe, if you believe wrongly, then you uh, if you believe in, uh, in the lie of the devil, you know what you've done is that you have empowered the liar. You have empowered the liar. So you've empowered the devil. In other words, you have given the devil your authority. When you believe What he says Exactly what happened to Eve He believed the words of The devil And so he handed over the authority to the devil Alright, let's, let's go in here. So, John six forty eight, He said, I am the bread of life. And then you come down to verse 51. He said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then verse 63. You can see how the, the, the word of God is moving. You know, for bread of life. Then it says the, the, the bread that we eat in the communion. Is also the, the 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 bread of life which is the word of God. He has the potency of God's word also. It does wonders in our hearts. So so when we talk about, you see this word of God, so it's referring to the word of God which was spoken. He says a more sure word of prophecy. When the word more is used, is used in relationship in relative to something more sure word of prophecy than anything that's what they're saying here the bible didn't say more sure word of prophecy than this why because it's talking about the more sure word of prophecy than anything you can name anything you can call anything that has in any situation is more sure than an angel, a voice speaking from heaven. The written word of God that God has given us. So the written word of God is shorter than a voice speaking from heaven. A lot of people are looking. They are looking for a voice. They want to, ah, uh, if God can just speak to me, if I can hear the voice of God. I mean, my life will be different. I'll tell you something. The voice of God is right there in the written word. Oh, he's already with you. He's there inside of your Bible. The word of God inside of your phone. There's, there's a word, there's a spoken word. There's a river for you right there. All you just need to do is sit down, look into the word. Glory to God. So the word of God is surer than the voice speaking from heaven. Is surer than any kind of dream. <laughs> oh, glory to Jesus. Ah, ah ah ah. Thank you, Lord. Isn't that awesome? Thank you, Father. I want to show you a scripture. Oh, Jeremiah 23, verse. 29 Jeremiah 23 verse 29 glory to God Jeremiah 23 let's start reading from verse 28 Jeremiah 23 verse 28 is that the prophet that has a dream let him tell a dream and he that has my word let him speak my word sometimes no faithfully. In other words, consistently. He said, What is the chaff to the wheat? Sear the Lord. You notice, he said, the prophet has a dream. Let him tell a dream. So, a dream is not equal to the word of God. If you dream a dream that is not consistent with the word of God, then the word of God Cancels it out. You believe the word and that settles it. Amen. Hallelujah. You believe the word and that settles it. So the prophet that has it in, let him tell it to him. And he that has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, say the Lord? Verse 29 he Is not my word like ...as a fire... <laughs> ...said the Lord... ...and like a hammer that breaketh the rock... ...in pieces. Why is it... ...that God has to compare His Word... ...like a fire... ...and like a hammer that breaketh ...the rock in pieces? Why would He do that? Why? Because... ...because the Word of God will deal with dreams that are not consistent. Dreams that are not consistent with the word of God. They are like chaff before the wheat. And there are other issues of life that are so strong like rock, like mountains, that it looks like there's nothing that can break this. said, is my word, not like a hammer that breaks any? rock no matter how hard the rock so i don't know how hard your situation is but the word of god will break it (laughs) glory to god so you need to know that the word of god is surer than any voice any dream your circumstance your situation If someone comes and then begins to say things that are not consistent with the Word of God into your life, you stand your feet and say, no, this is what the Word of God says concerning me. You don't close your mouth. You say, this is what the Word of God says concerning me. (laughs) Why? Because the Word of God is surer. It's surer than any situation. So, you know, the Word of God is our final authority. That's what it means. If you believe that the word of God is shorter than any situation. So, so if the doctor comes and tells you that this, 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 this is in your body. That this is a, 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 a disease in your body. He you say whose report will you believe? God's word is your life, is your final authority. So you stand upon the word of God, that's the final authority. Our experiences must be judged by the word of God and not the word of God judged by our experiences. If your experience is not consistent with the word of God, then that's not you don't use the your experience to judge the word of god you don't use your experience to explain the word of god if it's not consistent with the word of god then is not it's not god's experience is your experience you've not experienced the word experience the word of god experience the god factor walking so don't you, don't look at others and say, but these people, they said they believe the word of God, but look at their life. And you are not the one that determines whether somebody believes or not. Because belief is not, it's not just about what you say alone, it's about what you believe in your heart also. It's about, it's about how consistent are you with the word of God in your life. So your own job is to stay consistent with the Word of God and I tell you, you will experience the God experience, the Word of God experience. Hallelujah. Your life will then line up with God's Word. God's Word is shorer than anything. Whatever it is that God has spoken to you through His written Word. I'm talking about the written Word. I'm talking about the written word. A lot of people do not give attention to the written word, the written word of God. Don't say, okay, I want to hear an angel speak to me. You don't need an angel to speak to you. You just need to sit down with the word of God, I mean, the written word of God, and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. When the Spirit of God begins to open your eyes, into understanding the written word of God, that's enough. That's enough. Whatever it is that you can see in the word of God and you know this is the will of God, you can hold tight on it. And that's enough to get you out of that problem. That's enough to get you out of that negative situation. That's enough to produce the miracle you need in your life. So give attention to the written word. Give attention to the written word. So in talking about the integrity of the word of God, another thing I want to talk about is that Jesus Christ, who is the living word, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> so it means when Jesus was here, the word of God is the same. If you work for Jesus, it will work for you. If you work for the apostles, in the book of Acts of Apostles, we see how that the word of the Lord works so much in their life. It worked work wonders. If you work for them, then it's going to work for you. In fact, the Bible says, Jesus said, there are Greater works than these shall we do. So it means that there are dimensions that the apostles never got into that we're going to get into. That's what Jesus said. That's the prophecy that backed up the word of God. He said, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former. So that's why you can see the word of God can produce the finance that you need, the money that you need. Yes, the word of God is a capital in your mouth. And that capital can produce what is needed. That's the truth. It can be produced supernaturally, and then it can be produced supernaturally, naturally, in a natural way. Supernaturally, in a natural way. Supernaturally, in a supernatural way. Either of the two. Yes, the word of God works in both ways. Some people just believe that, oh, yes, when it comes to finance, God can just work in a supernatural way using natural method fine i believe that absolutely i believe in okay you know you're working and then and then there's a supernatural the god factor in your life producing more you know than i believe in that but but there are other ways to god can work in supernatural ways by his supernatural hand to release money into your hand, what I'm saying is this: you can have angelic visitation that brings money to you. Some people don't believe that, but I believe it so much. I mean, you can you can experience that. Ah, God was I said what well, God was saying that some people say that uh, that is only CDN or the central banks of the world that can create money, 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 paper, paper. That's the least of the thing that God can create. The Word of God can create it and get it into, into whatever system. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not limited. It's not limited. And to get into the system, it will be real money. Oh, yes. So a lot of people think that it's, oh, no, no, no. You can create because there's a creative power in the Word of God. You can imagine if the word of God can create a, a missing leg, and then you tell me is it the missing leg is this being peru- that created that one? No, now. So why is it that we so limit God in certain areas of our lives? <laughs> I mean, just as much as the there are rooms in heaven where there are parts of I mean human beings' parts where where when you release your faith, these this this path's coming and then and then coming into the into that part of that human being that has a problem so also there, there, there's a bank in heaven yes so let's not let's not limit this almighty god let's not limit him with our limitation with the way we think so god can work in a supernatural way to provide for you and can also work by supernatural means in a natural way to produce finance for you. I don't know why I just have to say that. But but it, it, it's, it's worth speaking. It's what declaring. Because that's the word of God. So, Jesus Christ, the living word, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We see that in Hebrews 13, verse 8. Hebrews thirteen eight, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It means the Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It means the Word of God is unchanging and is unmoving. What He says today, whatever the Word of God says today, is the same thing He's going to still say in 100 years from now. So, why, why should you wait... 10 years to believe what he said today. He's not going to change his mind about what he said today because it's the same thing he's going to say tomorrow. It's the same thing he's going to say 10 years. So you don't have to wait for 10 years as it will still be the same. Why can't you just believe the word today? Believe the word now. Hallelujah. Believe the word now. That's how it works. So why postpone? if, if If the Lord says you are healed, you are healed. Believe it now. Don't believe it tomorrow. Believe it now. And stay on it. Even if it has not manifested in your body. Believe it now. And stay with it. Glory to God. That's the way it works. Amen. That's the Word of God. The Word of God is the same yesterday. Another dimension to this is the same. the way the Word of God works with the apostles is going to work the same thing with us and even more because we are having more revelation of the Word of God. Yes. Hallelujah. And if you can believe the Word, I can guarantee you, I can only guarantee you by the same Word. If you can believe the Word of God, So there's so much power in the written word. Stop running around, running around. Eh, I need a prophecy. Pastor, give me a word. Give me a word. Thank God for that. There's a place for that. Thank God. I'm not despising that. But can you please settle down with the word of God? Settle down and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. I remember by, by, by prophetic word, God said uh, in the last service that as many of us that partake of the communion, there's a higher degree of understanding of God's word that has been released to us. You know, when those two disciples of Jesus met Jesus on their way to Emmaus, and uh, that's Cleopas and his friend, and, and when Jesus gave them the bread their eyes opened. They saw. They began to see. And that's the power of the communion. If you are listening to me tonight and you, have not part- uh, you, have, you haven't taken the communion in the last uh, three services that we've been having, tonight you can do that. After this service, just get the bread and the wine and then declare in the name of Jesus, I am taking the body of Jesus which is the bread and then taking the blood of Jesus which is the wine and then you drink it one of the things you'll begin to see is that you open the Word of God and then you begin to have insight into the Word of God the Word of God will become very interesting to you. A lot of people read the Word of God and then it's not interesting to them so they just give it up but I'll tell you you begin to enjoy studying, reading the Word of God In the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ. The living word. Is the same yesterday. Today and forever. So if. He did. What he did when Jesus was here. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. He would do the same today. And tomorrow he would do the same. 10 years time he would do the same. Don't wait to 10 years. Start believing now.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. We know you have received a word that will launch you to greater heights. Please share your testimonies with us through email to info at dlcc.org.ng. Call us or chat with us on 803 7871 Best of all, come worship with us at 27 Shonola Street, Ogba, Aguda, Lagos. For more information on our worship time and programs, please visit www.dlcc.org.eng. Like us on Facebook at Destiny Life Christian Center. Follow us on Twitter at DLCC Lagos. Follow us on Instagram at DLCC Lagos. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Destiny Life Christian Center. Remember, you are deeply loved. You are highly favored, you are greatly graced, you have marvelously helped, you have a great destiny and you are fulfilling it.